Real quick, before we start, if you like what you hear and you're not following the podcast, make sure you hit that follow button. It helps the podcast grow, and that means we can change more lives of people just like you. Let's get into today's episode. Hey, if you're getting value from the podcast, I would absolutely love if you could leave me a written review. The way that you're going to do this, open up the podcast app. It only takes two seconds. Scroll to the bottom of the episodes and you'll see a star option to leave a written review. Again, that would mean the absolute world to me. I love hearing your guys' feedback. What is going on, Life Fitness Coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money on the Training Podcast. And today's episode, we're doing pod chats. And on pod chats, we bring up our clients and we let them ask us questions. All right, guys. We're here to serve first client up, Aaron Stevenson. What's good, King? Yo, what's going on, boys? I'm doing great. Yeah. I love that. And I know you guys have the best day ever, so no need to ask. <laughs> but my question is, so I, I would say literally this past weekend, I probably had like 20 inbound messages based off, like I haven't even done a CTA or anything out of like all those 20, they're all youngins, like 13 through 17. And I, I remember hearing Megan Nunez talk about of like setting an age limit on IG but I kind of just wanted your opinion because part of me like kind of wants to set a limit just because like all those messages and all that time going into is like like almost feels wasted but I also don't want to limit those people from seeing my content because I get messages from those young and saying how much I inspire them and like change their life so it's like oh you want to go first yeah dude I honestly don't think you should do it this is the thing like at the end of the day if you don't get discouraged from sorting through individuals that are young and you don't care about fucking fielding their messages and pushing through, then don't fucking set the age limit of your account. I think it's a waste of fucking time in the aspect of like, the only reason why you would do that is if you're one of the people who are bitching and complaining on a daily basis. Like I only get young people on my content. I have no fucking leads. It's so hard to get fucking people on social media. I'm going to call a spade a spade because we hear that shit on a daily basis, like a broken fucking record. So if you don't want young kids, put the restriction on. All right, cut it out. But if you like getting those messages and you feel called to continue to produce content due to the feedback that you are getting from these young kids that are now following in your path, then I think it would be bad. Like, yeah. I think it would be fucking not the right move to do that shit. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like making an impact. And usually I'll just send them like an ebook or something just for reaching out. But it obviously takes time to be able to message them all back and sort through that too. So bro, just get straight to it. You just, yeah. And also you said, you're like, I haven't done any CTAs this week and I've had 20 inbound and they're all kids. Like do some fucking CTAs. What are we talking about? On the CTA, be like over the age of 18 and hit it like that. Or dude, again, like just get to the point quicker. All right. If an individual DMs you, you look at their social media, they look like a kid. Don't ask any other questions. Literally just say, how old are you? And what do you do for work? Yeah, usually I try to jump into that almost right away. Yeah, and then fucking whatever they say there, then continue the conversation on. A lot of you guys feel like, and I know Aaron, you're a little bit better at this, but we'll break it down. A lot of you guys feel like you need to go through the script and wait till you get to the age question and all this other stuff. Just get to the fucking point and run through it. Oh yeah, that's that's usually the first question I'm asking almost anybody that comes in just because I have had that experience. So yeah, I just wanted to hear your guys' opinion, but that's about it. Cool, Dude, bro. Nice CTAs. haircut. Dude, Thank you. CTAs. Yeah, I got them planned out, don't I? I just, I, I'm always a week, a week ahead of my content, so I don't have to stress about it. And I was editing one. Maybe you should speed up the fucking CTA to today instead of fucking a week later. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate it though. I'll take all the all the little uh, ranting, but I'll give Brian some feedback. You gotta change (laughs) your your interjection on your podcast because it says you still vlog on your YouTube 365 days a year. You gotta change that. It's interesting. I'm actually I'm changing it. That's funny that you mentioned that. There's a guy that 
he like cold emailed me and he mm-hmm. he's like i want to make a proposal to you to put in a new edit on all of your podcasts i'm like how he's like i'm going to go through every single one of your podcast episodes and i'm going to put in like a new whatever you want at the start and the end of all your episodes i'm like 890 episodes you're going to do that he's like yep who said that there's a fucking guy i got a guy oh my I was like, god i was like <laughs> i was like all right sounds good so he's literally working out right now so it's funny that you say that wow that's cool i just started a podcast too so it's been cool you uh, doing this shit for free yeah right well, <laughs> <laughs> i was like holy shit dude yeah right bro all right. Thanks for coming up, Aaron. I appreciate you. Feedback received. I'm changing it up. What's up, Brandon Roberts? Yo, what is freaking good? Brian and Cole, man. It's so good to talk to you guys. I hope you guys are having the best fucking day ever. I'm sure you guys are, but I know I, I've been chatting with Cole up for a while. I haven't seen Brian in a long time. I miss you. I hope you're doing great. I have a nice question here because as Cole said, I had this little old post go turbo fucking viral. And it just so happened to do that when I was like running a 14 day challenge as I like got a bunch of new clients the last week. So I'm like, part of my question pertains into like bandwidth and priorities as mm-hmm. far as like where I need to like put allocate most of my focus. Cause like, yes, I am like all this shit's popping off too, but like, I'm not letting go of what I have now. I want to make sure I maintain all that, of course, but not let the 14 day challenges slip through the crack, not let the leads through the new freaking the ebook thing slip through the crack. And then also like, I don't know, I'm, I'm thinking about making spinoffs of that and doing more of them in the future and upgrading them, posting it again. I was wondering what your guys' feedback on that would be. So thing number one is all of your energies in your 14 day challenge, everybody else is on a wait list. So literally just have a wait list in your bio and be like, wait list for coaching. And I would just say like enrollment closed, wait list opening soon and focus all of your energy on the 14 day challenge. Because if you spread yourself, like if you chase a bunch of rabbits, you're going to get no rabbits. So mm-hmm. Chase the rabbits that are already committed to your 14-day challenge because those are the people that said that they want your help. And I would spend as much of my energy as possible booking phone calls, spending time there, making sure that people are getting results. And then with people on the wait list, like I would just send people to the wait list, like literally have a wait list in your bio that says like wait list for coaching and just like people will fill it up. And then when your 14-day challenge is done, then we can start running through it. But for now, like all of your energy is on your 14-day challenge, all of it. Unless you go through your type form and there's somebody that's like 29 years old, filling it out like fucking in depth. They're like, I want your fucking coaching now. Please reach out to me immediately. Like, okay, let's do that. But like, I would say like 95% of your energy should be spent on your 14 day challenge. Okay, sweet. Yeah, no, literally like that, the TikTok post also like drove a bunch of inbound leads to my type form as well. I've been, I had like three calls yesterday with that too, like off of people with TikTok. And you know, usually I don't close them, but I closed them all yesterday. And so I don't know, they, they appreciated the last post or something. Cause usually all my TikTok leads are super flaky, but these they're ready to go. They're ready to get after it. But yeah, I don't want to let these challengers fizzle out. I'm going to keep my focus on that, keep powering through all that. Yeah, that's pretty much like mainly it. I'm taking care of my clients, did all my check-ins, all that's good. All my clients are good. I literally got like a new video testimonial today that I got to post. I'm just trying to keep up with everything as best as possible. All right. I want to dive into this for a minute because like, I want to put a little bit of shit into perspective. So when did you rejoin the program, homie? Oh, okay. I fucking like three months ago, I think. Three months ago. Okay. Uh, I would say even even. sooner than that. Yeah. Yeah. Not even, not even. Maybe like a month and a half, two months ago. Since then, how much money have you made? Like altogether, probably around $10,000, not in one month Mm -hmm. yet, but like I made like five racks in a week, just like that. And it was just like effortless. Like if you ever hit a home run in the baseball, you don't even feel it. It was just, shit was just flowing. I like it. How much did you make yesterday based off of that? You said you closed how many people? 
I closed three people and two were paid in full and one was like a deposit. So, it was so how like, much? It was like 2,200. Bro, like guys, this is what happens when you put daily documentation in and grind your fucking ass off. If you guys go to his account right fucking now, he's documenting everything that he does on a daily basis. His Instagram story literally looks like a walkthrough of what it's like to be a real true fucking fitness coach, fitness enthusiast, fitness influencer, and more. And like, dude, I'll tell you right now, the reason why individuals wanted to buy off of that TikTok post is because it was extremely valuable. Like me and you talked about to give everybody a breakdown. Brandon, what's your TikTok take? At Brandon Roberts, that fitness. Okay. Like if you guys go check it out, it is a 37 page document that you could swipe through teaching you how to eat at fast food restaurants in order to still lose weight. It's the fucking incredibly valuable. It's broken down extremely fucking well. I did say this on content audits yesterday though, and I'm going to break it down. If I catch you plagiarizing Brandon shit, I'm going to roast you online. But like, I think it's the reason why people wanted to buy off of that is due to the fact that you gave so much fucking value. So now just like we spoke about, all right, 14 day challenge is the main focus. But like we talked about yesterday in content audits, now look at what people liked and start quadrupling down on it. Go into fast food restaurants and teach people how to eat. Show them more fucking recipes. Give them shit that they want. People are fucking lazy, but they want amazing results in fitness. And you just gave them the hack to do it. Because now I can eat KFC and still lose weight. Yeah, I'm in, right? That's the whole concept. So that's the breakdown that we need to lean into. Deal? That's so fucking funny. Because that's literally what <laughs> I did in my weight loss journey. I'm like, lost 100 pounds. I was a lazy fuck. But like, I'm like, all right, let's try to figure out how to do it in the laziest way possible. And <laughs> kind of the shit that happened. So <laughs> proud of you. Good job, bro. Good job. That's fucking guys. awesome, dude. Keep it up. That's lit. Also, just letting you guys know, those of you guys that are raising your hands late, I'm going to be staying till 1045 because I've got a mastermind call. So if you did raise your hands late, get on the fucking call sooner next time. Uh, also, Simone, if you up? haven't got your tickets for the Australian event, you're fucking high. Either come see us in person or come virtually because it's going to blow your ass. I was going to say something. Blow your Australian intense. dicks off. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say something intense. That's what we'll say. Blow your Australian dicks off. And if you're not Australian, you will be for the fucking course of how long it takes to blow the dick off. Go ahead, Simone. What's up? Okay, so I have a question about mindset again, but it's also about social media. How do you manage the emotional roller coaster going viral? Like, I feel like I should have this down at this point because it's been happening so much over the last year, but I'm still like, I feel so wired all day, every day. And it's not like, it's not that everything is hate and it's not that it's about hate. A lot of it is negative, but I feel like that's not it because I don't care if they're saying anything about me, really. It's more so that I feel like I have to respond like right away and I don't know how to like manage it while there's, I feel like it's right now a problem because there's a lot of stuff happening in my personal life and it's all holding me back from being productive, getting stuff done, then I'm going to bed late, then I'm having like I don't want you to go down that roller coaster. I'm pausing that because okay. that sounds like a fucking deep, negative, fucking toxic roller coaster we're heading down right now. I'm going to make yeah. sure that we don't go there because I fucking see you. So I need to ask a couple of questions because Brian and myself are going to have a similar outlook, but also not similar because me and him have different aspects when it comes down to this. So when okay. you say deal with the emotional roller coaster, what are we focusing on? Is it like my endorphins are super high and I'm so goddamn happy that I went viral and it's so hard to replicate and I'm so angry at myself? Or is it more towards the hate? Because that's where you went. We didn't ask you that question. You went, well, it's not so much about the hate because I don't care about it, but I feel like I need to answer super quickly and I don't really know how to adjust to it. Like, so what do you mean by emotional roller coaster? 
I wish I could answer that. I mean, the comments are a lot of hate. It's a lot of like, it's bullshit what you're saying, but it's more so that I feel like I need to respond right away. And if I don't respond, then I don't know what I expect that's going to happen, but so you feel like you need to respond to the hate or the negative comments, just responding in general to to the video. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So put it this way. Number one, if you guys would like to quote unquote boost engagement on TikTok, there's two different ways. And this is honestly on social media in general. Number one, you comment back to them within the first hour. After the first hour, none of it matters at all. It's just commenting to bring people back. Or a lot of individuals, and when I say individuals, I mean these gurus, and I'm going to use fucking quotes here, will tell you to wait a day, not respond to any comments on your social media. And then the next day, go to the second newest post you made, comment there, and then people will come to your new one and hit a bunch of shit like that. Again, I don't do any of that stuff. I'd respond to everything all day 24 hours a day. That's why my screen time is like fucking 10 hours on TikTok across the board. Now I have a rule of thumb, all right? And I've said this to everybody that is in fucking PT domination across the board. You guys do not engage with hate, period. Because I don't give a fuck how resilient you are. There's only so much shit you can take before your mind starts to play tricks on you. And it is not worth it. So what I do, all right? And I'm probably, when it comes down to negative feedback, the most resilient and bulletproof out of all of you all I do is I like the comment and it's because I'm a shit. So I want to piss you off. It's what my entire social media is about. So Simone's like, fuck you, dude. I hate you. So I'll just like Simone's comment because then she sees that I like it. It gives her a notification, but I don't say anything. So you come back and you get more mad. Now, I don't want any of you guys doing that. So just ignore it. When it comes down to responding to comments, it, again, obviously you want to pull leads and shit, but right now it sounds like you have a lot of personal stuff going on. So give yourself a certain window of the day to go there to respond to the positive comments and the people that are asking questions that need your help, spend 30 minutes a day doing that and then get the fuck off your social media. You don't need to respond back to any negativity, period, period. Now, there's also though, something that you guys need to understand. There's a difference between hate comments and negativity and opinions, because what you guys are doing is you are sharing your opinion online. So you need to be able to deal with other people sharing their opinion. This is why I don't delete any hate comments. I don't usually block anyone and get unless they get toxic towards other people on my social media, because I just don't like having a fucking place for people to do that. But I don't really block anybody because you're allowed, you're entitled to your opinion, just like I am. That's why I'm sharing everything. So you might get mad at me, but I'm not, I'm just not going to engage with you. This isn't like a, I'm not opening the door to have a convo with you. This ain't the fucking place, homie. This is my town. Like you're in my house right now. So you can say your shit, but we're not going to actually engage in a conversation unless I actually want to. You don't need to respond to any of that bullshit. Spend 30 minutes a day responding to the positive comments or the questions so you can help individuals and then get the fuck off. Stop responding to anything else. Okay. Because you could say that it doesn't bother you all you want, but every like the last two questions we've asked you, you've brought the hate up. We haven't asked you about it. So it's in your mind. Okay. Feel me? Yeah. I always thought that, you know, if I don't respond back, then either the video is not going to go well, or like people might see me as maybe not. See you as what? Or something. Who cares? <laughs> see, see you as what? Guess what? Does the president fucking answer the little bitches who get mad at him on a yearly basis? Nope. He just keeps being the president. <laughs> like, let's be real, guys. The, the people that are at the top don't pay attention to the opinions of individuals at the bottom ever because they're focused on growing not sinking okay that's a good way to see it yeah i have a question how many clients do you have eight okay so when you go viral does going viral get you more clients last time it brought me in one client 
from a 2 million video. So not that much. Exactly. So if the video doesn't get pushed as much in the algorithm, but you spend more time mm. sifting through conversations that actually look like potential leads and booking phone calls and making sales, do you think that that would be more important? Yes. Fuck the comments on the video. They don't matter. Okay. They don't literally let it go. So that's like in the social, like I need you to practice detaching. And detaching is literally being able to look at the social media, like look at the post that's going viral or look at the comments that are coming in and just detaching. Just like, it's not your business what people think about you. And going viral doesn't sign you clients. Mm. What signs you clients is being super, super, super intentional with what you have right there. Chato, unmute yourself. Chato. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. I'm just in the change room of the gym. It's okay, I forgive you. Tell me, uh, how many clients did we sign this weekend? We signed... Five new clients, and then I signed another two more already this week. Okay. Do you have any viral videos currently on social media, or are your videos just doing like decent but not viral? My videos are doing decent, not viral. I've had multiple go viral, and never any clients come from those viral videos. Thank you. You're the best. Love you. Appreciate you, Simone. It has absolutely nothing to do with the amount of clients that you have, and you cannot go to your landlord and say like, "Hey, listen, I just had a couple of videos go viral, so." I want to live here for free. Okay. So you need to fucking go comment on this video. Okay. You're really going to like it. He doesn't give a fuck. No. Okay. So no. I don't want you to think about it at all. What you should be doing is going through those comments. And if anybody's asking you a question, be like, and it's like, looks like an actual fitness client, send me a DM, smiley face, or you send them a DM. Hey, I figured I'd send you a message instead of replying to your comment. Let me answer your question. Boom. Into the DM script. Mind if I ask a couple questions, see if I can help. Boom. We're fucking into the DM script. We're booking a call. Get it. Okay. Yeah. Three things. Okay. After you book a call with that individual, then reply to that comment, create a piece of content that is helping individuals and actually teaching. Number two, this is another thing that you guys need to understand because Brian said detach. You guys need to learn how to detach from all of it. All of it. I don't give a fuck if a video goes viral and you get a bunch of love. These people don't know who you are. You need to learn how to detach from the love and detach from the hate. All right. All of it. Disconnect yourself from the emotions and stay true to the purpose at hand. And number three, listen. If Mr. Beast is going to get fucking hate on the internet for literally flying to third world countries and putting shoes on 20,000 less fortunate children, you're going to get hate for everything you do. Homie literally spent out of pocket to cure 1,000 people of curable blindness. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. and got spam hate on the internet. doesn't matter what the fuck you do. The world is going to find something wrong with it. So just keep focusing on what you need to do. Okay? Okay. Straight up. Okay. Like, Thank you. it's going to happen. Yeah. All right. I'll practice <sighs> detaching. Good problems to have. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks. You're welcome. Hey, online fitness coach, if you love this content and you're getting value, what I'd love is if you could screenshot this, share it to your Instagram stories and tag me at the real Brian Mark. I like to see who's in my audience. It means the world to me every time you share a podcast episode. Hello, Chantal. Hello. It's been a minute, guys. Thanks for asking or letting me ask a question. Of course. Um, Happy to serve. So 
Honestly, okay, this is funny that I'm going after Simone because Cole just stopped her from going into like a negative roller coaster. And this might sound like a bit of a negative roller coaster, but I'll keep it quick. So I've been going through a lot of health issues lately. Like I've been training for nine years and for the first time since I started, I can't lift weights because I've been in so much pain. Oh, I told myself I wasn't going to cry, <laughs> but I've just been going through a lot of like mental stuff as well. And Honestly, it's mostly just health, like health related. And it's mostly the fact that I've been feeling on my social media. It's been really hard for me to show up on my social media because it's, I don't have energy and I don't have the mental capacity to be trying to motivate people when I'm not there Mm. and I just don't know what to do. So my Instagram, I've kind of like, I haven't posted for about a week. I just posted yesterday, the video did really well and it felt good to like take action and just do it. And I've trying to been, I've been shifting my focus to Facebook because all of a sudden I have 30,000 followers on Facebook and they're almost all women. And my clientele is women. So I'm getting a free Facebook group started, but I've definitely procrastinated actually just launching it because I have it made and I've kind of overthought the process of think of starting it and actually like just overthinking what to post in there first, but I just need to do it. And I know that. So my focus is that right now, but I've been having a lot of troubles posting on my stories and talking in my videos because I'm not doing well. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know where. Okay. So first of all, I'm going to preface this with, I'm not a therapist, but I'm going to do my best. Um, yeah. No. Okay, good. I just want to make sure my podcast <laughs> listening knows that I'm not pretending to be a therapist. So I want to talk about, there's a girl in the mastermind, Chantel, her name's Jules Zen, and uh, she was in Mexico and she was driving a scooter and got smashed and he, she broke her leg. To the point where like it was like shattered into pieces basically they had to reconstruct it she's 53 years old and she went from like working out every single day and being this like 53 year old woman that was in the gym jacked and like motivating people to like on the hospital bed just like that and like running a business where she has 100 clients so i don't know what the hell thing is that you're going through but i want you to know that i've literally been working with jules on this for like the last few months first things first that i want to bring up i'm gonna i have a su- suggestion on strategy so remind me that after i'm done this uh what can you do so you can't go to the gym, but what can you do? So I have still been, still been going to the gym and a lot of my content lately has been focused more on mobility because that's what I can do. Yep. So I've been trying to focus on that and just stressing that, you know, weightlifting is, is great, but you have to have mobility as well. Cause that's why I ended up where I'm at. And I have still been like, my clients are doing great. I've been great with my clients. I think where I'm struggling most is still trying to get, and I have 50 or maybe 16 clients now but a lot of my clients that initially signed with me are now coming to an end and so I've kind of been in that stress of like you know I'm not trying to think about the money but I'm also supposed to go to Italy for three months in a month and Mm -hmm. I am stressed about the money so signing on new clients right now has been hard because I don't have a lot of the energy it's just I'm not I don't feel like myself so it's been it's been difficult. So I don't know. I guess I actually talked to Bray yesterday and she kind of said like do baby steps so make like non-negotiables but just make them a bit easier not overload myself kind of thing so that's what yeah. I'm focused on right now. I want you to write this down. Do the best you can with what you have. I have that on my mirror. <laughs> <laughs> Good. It sounds to me like you do know what you're fucking doing. Right yeah, and I've been keeping up with my mindfulness and like my my gratitude and and my morning routine but I cry so much right now. Sorry, right. <laughs> I'll be super vulnerable with you guys. Like I've been super overwhelmed recently and I've like needed to work on my mindset like multiple times a day to like keep myself positive. So I understand what that, like I understand what that feels like. I get it. And I think that it's like making the commitment to 
work on your mindset multiple times a day if necessary. And like, if you feel like crying or like fucking breaking down or you're just feeling super stressed, just giving yourself permission to go for like a 20 minute walk and like listen to some fucking Abraham Hicks, whatever you do, that's Abraham Hicks or Earl Nightingale. I'm like a big, like, I'm like an old soul. So I like listen to that kind of shit, whatever you got to do to like get yourself back on track. So that's number one is like, you need to give yourself grace and give yourself permission to like take multiple breaks throughout the fucking day. If you need to like decompress and like reset your mind. Cause like, like the morning ritual is almost like a gateway to like start your day. But then sometimes shit is like really affecting us, whatever it is. And like my adversity is different than your adversity and yours is different than Jules. And everybody's got their own thing that they're going through and nobody's as bigger than anybody else's. But like whatever you're going through, like you can give yourself permission to take breaks throughout the day. And I think that like having that like compassion with yourself and understanding that you're going through a hard times important. That's number one. Number two, that's like mindset in terms of like what to post post what you're doing. I think that like practicing giving yourself compassion and then going for a 20 minute walk and being like, Hey guys. So I'm just, I decided to go for a little bit of a walk because honestly, I didn't want to fucking work very much. <laughs> so blah, 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 blah. I just went to the gym today and just be honest. I think being open and, and vulnerable with what's going on in your social media will help. I don't know if you're ready to share and open up about that, but that was something that I recommended to Jules and it's not like you're eating shitty food. So documenting the food that you're eating and like keeping it very basic and just showing what you're doing, going to, when you're at the gym, showcasing what you're doing at the gym. So that's content. In terms of the strategy, I actually think you should kibosh the, not kibosh, but pause the free group, rename it and launch a 14 day challenge. That's what I did with Shadow and Shadow's here and he made $7,000 in two days. So if you're worried about money, that's a really good way to amp it up. Launch a free 14 day challenge for women specifically and have that be your free group. And that can be the launch of your free group. Get 20 to 40 girls in there. In your type form, write this down. In your type form, I want you to put a question at the end of your 14 day challenge type form is at the end of the challenge, I'm going to present you an opportunity to work with me in my 90 day insert name of your program here. So my 90 day fat loss program for women. Are you interested in hearing more? Yes or no? There's like two options. And then the last question on your type form, optional. So literally in brackets, put optional. Leave your phone number for a free 15-minute fitness consult. Then anybody that leaves your phone number, shoot them a text and say, Chantel, exclamation mark, is this you? And they'll always respond because they'll be like, who the fuck is this? And they'll be like, yep, who's this? And you'll be like, it's Chantel from Instagram. I saw you left your phone number for a free fitness consult. And then send them the calendar link. Go ahead and book in for here. My spots always fill up quick. Let me know what time you picked. And you're going to book 5, 10, 15 calls then book a role play with somebody in this community and you will make money like this week if you do that. So that's strategy. So mindset, content, strategy, anything else you want to add, Cole? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to focus it just on <laughs> vulnerability for a minute. Guys, I feel like I'm going to be open and vulnerable with you guys because I feel like a lot of you guys like just see like the tough love version and not like the other side. I've been going through the fucking ringer since I did the MDK. And I'm just grinding because it's the only thing I know how to do. Being vulnerable is very hard for me to open up, to be very transparent and emotional on fucking social media and with friends and everything else. But not only have I been dealing with like the stress of fucking having a newborn baby, but like understanding who I am, people around me, and then dealing with the MDK shit. Like I was laid up in the hospital and I literally was so fucking amped up that I was going to go there and absolutely kill it. And I fucking knew that there was no way in hell that I was going to fucking ring that bell. I would either be in the hospital or if I was going to graduate. And then ending up in that hospital broke me. And I literally cried for like fucking two and a half days straight when not being able to talk to anybody fucking stuck there, not being able to see anyone because they wouldn't let anybody in the hospital to fucking see me. And then I literally looked at myself and was like, okay, well, listen, I view my social media as my friend. I fucking see the people on the other side of the screen as 
people I can connect with and open up with and share with. And I know that I can't be myself right now. So I just got to be open and vulnerable. So that's why I started sharing. And I did a fucking story while I was laid up in the fucking ICU and fucking broke it down. And then fucking people wanted to go off and there was a bunch of opinions that ended up happening and whatever. But I took the opportunity to show the other side of me. You see, I feel like a lot of us become one dimensional on social media. And even with myself, you guys see a lot of one main style of content. That's one dimension of me, but we are not one dimensional human beings. So I think you need to open up and show the other side. I'm like, if you're not ready to share what the hell you're going through, then that's 100% up to you. But at least sharing the emotions of what is happening, I think will be very powerful because it's not just about being motivational, inspirational, the fucking powerhouse of the industry all the time with your fucking chest up and I'm this fucking queen. It's also about like, yo, I'm a human being because that's the shit that matters. All right. People aren't going to pay you fucking thousands upon thousands of thousands of dollars just because you look good. They're going to pay you because they connect to you. And if you never show the other side, they're not going to connect to you on that level. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get it. Like going through health problems and not being able to train. Guys, I wasn't able to actually train fully for three and a half weeks after that shit. I tried to go back to the gym. I trained chest. My legs shut down because they cramped up again. And I had to fucking be laid up in bed for another two days. Did I tell a lot of people? No, because I'm not good at being vulnerable. I just fucking went through it and grinded it out. But like showing the other side of you will help immensely. And it might take different time. And it did with me. I just shared little parts here and there. But like opening up is the best thing that you could do. Okay. I definitely have wanted to open up, but it's just because I don't know what's going on. And like doctors aren't really helping me. It has all everything to do with autoimmune and it's just been rough. Mm -hmm. So, and I, it's the same, I'm a very sensitive person. So I'm just scared. As soon as I start talking about it, I'm going to cry. Then cry. Listen, I'm not a sensitive person on social media, yeah. but I also am very closed off from a lot of people because I have a lot of fucking emotions, guys, that it's hard for me to be able to deal with. And the only people who have really seen them is like Brian and Julia, maybe Natasha here and there. Like I'm not good at opening up. When I went on that story, when I was in the hospital, I was fucking breaking down. Like I could not control my words. I couldn't actually get it out. And it was fucking hard as shit. But again, that's the real shit. All right. There's a dude named the muscle. Brian's actually connected to him. He did a fucking story that broke me. I actually sent him a fucking DM and he was like crying on his fucking private jet. And he's like, listen, I didn't know if I was going to post this video, but the fact that I'm on this jet right now with my family and I never thought that I'd ever be able to provide them the life that I'm providing them is fucking killing me. And he's like bawling. Yeah. He's like, that happens. Now, if you're posting every single video, your entire social media is just you crying, playing for me, then I'm going to have another opinion for you. But like, This is you being the fully dimensional Chantel. This is you that people need to see. So it's like, if you post a video and you do break down, fuck it, right? Fair. It happens. Okay, I got it. Thank you, guys. See you. Oh, one more question, actually, super quick. What do you guys think about a six-week challenge versus a two-week challenge? Do a two-week challenge into a six-week challenge. Mm -hmm. Ooh, okay. Do a 14-day challenge, and then 14-day challenge, anybody that leaves their phone number, get on a call with them and fucking make a sale. Who here is, would be down to role play a Chantel before she gets in her 14-day challenge phone call? Say me in the chat box. And then do your 14-day challenge. And then in the 14-day challenge, be pre-selling for your six-week challenge that launches right at the end of your 14-day challenge. Okay. Oh, you guys are all so sweet. There's so many messages. <laughs> cool. Okay. Thank you so much. I will. And I, I needed this. So We got you, girl. Just for we everyone who's listening to the podcast, I just want to let you guys know how supportive the Academy is. There's literally like 10 people. As soon as we said the role play thing, 10 people raise their hand. We appreciate you guys. 
Chantel, do you feel good? Do you feel clear? Strategy, mindset, and content? Everything good? Yes, I got it all written down. So cool. Somewhere to best. start. Do the best you can with what you have. With what you have. Exactly. Thank you. You're welcome. Raymond, what's good, King? Doing well. How are you guys doing? Like the mustache. God damn, that's sick. Thank you. So I just want to first of all say how much I appreciate you guys. This is my first time on here. I've been with you guys for two and a half months now. Brian, you're reaching out and pressure, not pressuring, but pushing me to get in here. You know, I own a business. <laughs> I own a gym and I was like doing in-person stuff. So then I was like telling you like, oh, I'm doing pretty good. And you're like, oh, no, we can do better. And which is awesome. I was like, oh, this is hot. But like within my first month or I had 15 clients before and now I'm at 45 in two and a half months. <laughs> so I just yeah. really say I appreciate you guys so Three much. Three X to your client love. Uh, That's fucking sick. Yeah. So I'm very proud of that. I'm so excited. I guess my thing is, and the problem, like I have brought to you guys, you guys deliver too much content and too much stuff. I'm like, I got my groups going, I got everything going, but like every day there's just so much stuff like going on. I'm like, where do I go from here? Like, you know, I did like the pup and I'm out of the pup thing and, you know, and then I'm jumping into my 5k calls when I can. And I'm like, I just feel so overwhelmed with all what's, the what's stuff. Your, like, oh, what's, you your, what's your income at? What's your income at right now? So February I hit 9.9. And then I hit 12 and then now I'm at eight, five. We popped off for you when you hit 10K, didn't you? Did we? Did what? Did you take like a number in the bio when you hit 10K? No. What? Bro, you hit 10K in the program and you didn't fucking tell me? I was still on the pup call or in the wolf pup or whatever <laughs> Bro, what the was. fuck? So I was just like. That's a huge thing. I was, well, How do not, we not know? I was 9.9 the first one. So I was like, okay. Yeah. Bro, you hit 12K last month. What the fuck? Okay, He's Raymond, like, just, it, just, Raymond just, just did 10K. Let's fucking go. Pop off for him in the chapel. <laughs> Bro, that's 288. What the fuck? You got to tell me that shit. Goddamn. That's Doesn't sick. give a fuck. He's like, I'm He's gonna, like whatever, I'm, dude. He's like, I'm going to make more money. What's up? Raymond, what you need to do is you need to tune into all the 5K plus calls. The Academy is where you get to 5K. And then once you get to 5K, I want you to tune into the 5K plus calls. So any call that's in the 5K plus group is the ones that I want you to focus on. Unless you want to talk to me and call directly on pod chats, which obviously you're more than welcome to do whenever. But I want you to tune into all the 5K plus calls because in the academy, we teach you how to like get clients and how to post content and how to lead gen, et cetera. And the 5K plus club, this is where you're going to learn like the systems that are going to help you go from like 5K to 10K to 15K. So all that stuff, all the content in the 5K plus club is directed to help you get to that 15k mark so that's where i would be putting all of my energy and all my focus i would also be like just posting and tagging caleb and be like yo caleb this is where i'm at you know this is my stats of my business what do you think i should focus on next and he will tell you what to do yeah i'll work on that yeah it's been this whole lot of messy action like you can look at my instagram and my facebook like my reels are doing like 200 people i need to get on with cole but i have clients in that time zone so or that time spot so but it's been working so I'm happy with that, but I just got to do better. Bro, I love it. Fucking, you're doing something right. You fucking hit $12,000 last month. So now it's time to like systematically approach your business. When you guys are at the level of like five to 10K a month, it's like not just about studying videos. It's about figuring out, Mike, what areas of your business you think you need to improve on and then focusing on improving those areas. So maybe it's your content doesn't, isn't doing as well as you want it to. Okay, let's come to a content audits. Or you're not booking as many calls as you need to. Okay, let's go back and rewatch the DM trainings. Yes. Or you're booking a lot of calls, but you're not making sales. Let's make sure that we're doing role plays. Or you're, you've got a lot of clients, but they're dropping off. Okay, let's like look at how can we improve our delivery? Can we improve our check-in process? Can we improve our Facebook group? Like what can we improve? And then if you got all of these things checked off, your content's good, your DMs are good, your calls are good, your delivery is good, your business is growing, but you find yourself capped for time. Well, then it's time to talk about the mastermind. So it's like, it depends what level that you're at, right? And so you want to fix your weak points. And then when you get to like 
the acad you'll get capped out in the academy when your content's good, your DMs are good, your book and sales calls and your delivery is good, and you just don't have any more time. That's when you need to think about the mastermind. Make sense? Makes sense. Thank you, guys. Cool. Dude, congratulations on tripling your client loads. That's fucking gangster. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. And he's got smile. the mustache. What the fuck? Yeah. Big ass smile. I like it. Big ass smile and big ass mustache. I like it. That's the fucking guy right there. <laughs> Mike, what's up? How much, you? Best day ever. And this guy's got the beard. What the fuck's yeah, going on with the facial hair? I like You're growing one. Finally. I know. I know. I got like three more years to look like you, bro. Whatever. <laughs> it's all good. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right. I'm 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 struggling with the DMs. So the last few days, I've had some phone calls. Some were deposits. And it was a money objection. So they would contact me back. Like one contacted me back today saying she couldn't commit. But in reality, she can afford it. So I'm finding a lot of my deposit phone calls are coming back to me saying they want their money back. And I book up a phone calls the last few days and they're canceling on me before I call them. And okay. pretty much I'm like, notice that you cancel the phone call. Do you want to reschedule? And they're saying that they don't think they have enough money for my program, but I didn't tell them a price. Yeah. So should I just, I'm going to put a 14 day challenge next week. Should I go back to them next week and just say, Hey, I'm running a 14 day challenge. I think you should commit to this kind of thing. Yes. So that's, I'm just going to give you a quick answer. So yes, there. To improve your show up rates the night before your calls, what are you doing? Nothing. Okay. So the night before your calls, what is this advice for all of you guys? Open up your calendar, Mike, and see the calls you've got for the next day. Okay. I want you to send them a personalized 15 second video. And it's going to say this, yo, Mike, what's going on, bro? So I just checked my calendar for tomorrow and I saw we're booked in for a 15 minute call. I'm super excited. I'm going to talk about your number one struggle in your fitness journey, your biggest goal in your fitness journey. And I'm going to give you a game plan to help you get there. I'm super excited. And I'll see you tomorrow at 2 PM PST. So like a friendly little reminder that will increase your yep. show up rates. In terms of the money deposit thing, I think that it, you should book more role plays because I think that there's something going on in your pitch that's causing them to back out. So they're like that to me, like if, if I get like one or two people that say the same thing in a week, I'm like, that's a sign that I need to work on that. Mm -hmm. And so I would practice because like, you know, if that person comes through and that client signs, you know, that's the difference between you know, making 5k and making 7k this month, right? Yep. So I would practice role plays. But in terms of answering your question about the 14 day challenge, absolutely, I'd come back around. That just tells me that there's not enough trust. If they're asking for their money back slash they're, they're canceling their call, it just tells me that there's not enough trust. So more social proof, more intimacy in the DMs by sending that video, even sending voice notes, dude, like sending voice notes can go a long way. Like if you're in the DMs with somebody and you send them a voice note, instead of asking a question via DM, you just send them a voice note back. Like that's going to create a lot of trust as well. So they're canceling their calls or they're asking for their money. That just tells me that there's not enough trust. I would try to increase the trust. One thing that I am curious about too, when it comes down to the calls itself, Mike, like how far out are individuals booking this call? Three to five days. Yeah, I would shorten the shit out of that. So like you said, you had a couple of people who have already have deposits and then other people are just canceling for no reason, right? Correct. Yeah, dude, like I want you to push like the max is 48 hours out. Okay. Um, you want to try to get everybody on the phone within 24 hours again. The reason why is because like three to four days, you, you just got to call a spade a spade, bro. Like fucking like this morning, I actually had to cancel an appointment with my fucking boxing coach and we had to push it on to later in the afternoon because when I woke up this morning to leave, Cade was going fucking crazy. So me and Julia got like three hours of sleep last night. And he's losing his fucking mind the entire time. So I was like, well, I'm not going to leave the house and just leave Julia. Oh, hey, bye, babe. Fucking have fun as he's <laughs> losing his mind. So I was like, I need to fucking be here because shit happens. You guys need to understand this. So if you're booking a call like five days out, homie could have got a fender bender, right? It's not like he doesn't like you, but now he's got to pay $5,000 for this fucking bumper. So he's like, fuck you, dude. I'm out.
So like you guys got to keep that emotion high. People buy based off of emotion. So the max that I would allow people to book a phone call out is 48 hours, but try to do it within 24 because you want to keep them that them in that emotional state. You feel me? Yep. I got gotcha. you. Cool. That's it. That's it, man. Thank I love you. You're just like, gotcha. I'm good. Fuck it. Like, cool. Thanks, Mute bye. me. Kick me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, brother. I appreciate you. And last but not least, Sammy. Sammy, what's up? What's up? How are you? I'm glad I made it. You, you made it. Okay. So I'm like just feeling all over the place. <laughs> Very similar to how all of these other people are feeling. Last week was like the first week I didn't get that paycheck, you know, from my yeah. old job. So like that kind of hurt. Definitely noticed some scarcity. And I had a call with a client and, or, well, she signed up. I don't, I messed up, dude. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm trying to remember all these things. I'm making tiny mistakes that are impacting. So I had a call with a girl. She wanted to do it. I told her about the deposit because she just had to check with her husband and she was at work and she ended up not actually sending the deposit. So the call ended and I was like, crap. Okay. So then she said she was going to do it and she didn't. She ended up messaging me back and saying that her husband said she could start at the end of May because they're going away in the beginning of May. And I was like, okay, let's book a call for the 26th. Like we can talk about it when you get back. And she just liked the message. Right. And then I just don't know what to do. Like, do I like go and try to pursue it or Oz, how many DMs are you sending up per day? Like 20. I'm doing all the steps you guys told me to do. Okay, cool. Uh, how many calls are you booking per week? None. I have a call tonight, but like I've booked two calls this week and that's it. Okay. When you're sending out DMs, how much time are you spending in them? A lot. Like I find myself doing DMs like basically all day. Like I'm writing down what I do as I go throughout my day because I feel so unorganized and everywhere. And yep. I'm answering them like every 30 minutes, an hour, like, and I'm spending time answering them. So, okay. yeah. Okay. Are you coaching them in the DMs or you following the script? I would say I'm more so trying to do like Nick's approach because I talked to him about the DMs and it's like trying to like figure out what their fitness journey is. And then I did Shao's expansive question. So I've been using that and that's happening. And I stopped coaching in the DMs, but okay. I just watched her thing on Monday. Okay. And you're using Facebook and Instagram? Both, yes. No, I'm not that great with TikTok yet. Okay, and you're sending out messages on both? Mm-hmm. Okay, and are you going for the call when you have an opportunity or are you kind of backing away from it? I would say I don't know when to like notice the opportunity. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> like there's something fucking fishy here, okay? Like there you is. can't, like don't fucking do something off. There's something and I know fishy. it's like my imposter syndrome. Do you actually think that you can help these individuals or are you just fucking in the DMs to lollygag? I mean, genuinely, yes, but I'm having a hard time knowing who's worth my attention. You know, like I'm kind of just going for the fish, but not knowing what fish I'm looking for, if that makes sense. Cole, you want to jump in? Yeah, that, that makes absolutely no <laughs> fucking sense. I'm going to call it spade a spade. You can't. <laughs> Ryan saw my face. That's why I said that. You're not like genuinely like I feel like I could help them, but I don't know who's worth my time. What do you mean? How many clients do you want? How many yeah. clients do you have? I have 10 right now. That was the next question. Everyone's worth your time. Until you become an individual where you're pulling in like fucking 70 to 80 clients and you're like, I'm strapped for time. I never want to hear that come out of your mouth. Like the people who aren't worth your time are the people who are wasting your time in the DMs. That's the thing. Like when you're in a combo and someone doesn't want to engage in the conversation, like create a fucking five page ebook in 30 seconds on Canva, send it to them and piece the fuck out, move the hell on. Cause there's 8 billion people on this planet and there's like over 3 billion users on Instagram alone. Okay. But everyone is worth your time right now. 
because you want a lot of clients. So everyone needs to be given the time of day and the respect needed as a human being on the internet. Okay. That's the main thing. Number two, though, when it comes down to the DMs, like the reason why Brian is asking those questions, me and her both just kind of listening. I'm glad that he did that. You guys just got to take fucking risks more. You overthink this process. All right. They know what you're doing. Okay. Like it, it's not like you're hitting them up like, hey, yo, what's up, G? You look sexy as fuck. Like they know you're not like you're flirting with them, like trying to take them home. They know what you're doing. You look like a fitness coach. They're on a fitness journey. You ask them a couple questions and now you're diving into it. Just get to the point. If you see an opportunity, as soon as you guys see a sniff of an opportunity, just be real. Yo, Sammy, I feel like I could help you. Do you mind if I ask a couple questions to see if I can help? As soon as they say yes, boom, now it's a free for all. Now dive into the fucking conversation, get a little bit more in depth, ask a bunch of expansive questions and get them on a fucking phone call. But you need to start with the self-belief because the reason why you're not booking any calls is because you don't believe in yourself. And you can't tell us that you do because then you'd be pitching 20 people on a call a week when right now you're not. Yeah. I have a question. Right? Mm -hmm. Do you want to go back to your job? Yeah. Get paid per fucking two weeks of work, $20 an hour. How to check into your boss and tell him that, that you failed at online training, that you needed to come back because you weren't making any money. Honestly, he's been texting me too. So like, yeah. no, I don't. I blocked that motherfucker's number right there. Do you want to text him back and say like, I need some help. I needed to come back in. Then get in your fucking DMs and book me one call a day. Yeah. All right. That's it. You literally like, you just make the decision. You're like, I'm fucking Sammy and I book one call a day. That's what I do. All right. I'm unstoppable and these people need my help. And so I'm going to fucking serve and I'm going to impact and I'm going to help and I'm going to shift and I will do whatever is necessary to book one call per day. You guys need to start believing in yourselves and in your program to the degree that when someone says no to you, it makes you angry. Like that's literally how I feel when a personal trainer gets into my fucking DMs and says no to the change Eyes Academy. I'm like, you're fucking stupid. Like you're actually dumb. I love you. I wish you the best, but you're fucking dumb because Literally investing could get you the same results as fucking Raymond. In fucking two months, you could literally quadruple the amount of clients you have and completely change your fucking life. <laughs> All right. Like this is the thing. And I it, I believe that, guys. I'm serious. This is why Brian and myself can get on a call and pitch a hundred thousand dollar program without even flinching. Because we believe in everything we do in such a deep fucking way, it's not even funny. So if you say no to me, you're stupid because I could literally change your entire life. Sammy, your goal is to minimum book three calls per week, but I would like you to book five between now and the next time you come to pod chats. Okay. You have 10 clients. You ain't stupid. You know how to book fucking calls. Okay. So get in your fucking DMs and book them. And I know that you know how to do it because I literally fucking pulled open Chato's phone and he had 7,000 followers. He's getting maybe 50 to 100 likes on his photos. We booked 12 to 13 calls in 48 hours and made seven grand. So I know for a fact that there's fucking money in your social media if you actually just decide, I'm going to do this. And you think about it, and you're like, B-Mark said one call a day, so I'm booking one fucking call a day, and I don't care how it happens, it is fucking happening. And when a girl messages you, you're like, oh, what's up? I was waiting for you. I knew that you needed my help. I've been fucking, I'm, I can, I'm so grateful that you messaged me because I, I need to change some people's lives today. Let's fucking go. That's the energy. Okay, I needed that. Thank you. Well, I don't know if I should be getting on a call. Get on the fucking phone so I can help you change your life, Sammy. What the fuck are you wasting my time for? All right, send a voice note. The fuck we just talked to each other for 35 minutes for, for you to waste my fucking time. Like, get angry. Like Janelle just said in the chat box, get pissed off into greatness, guys. All right, level the fuck up. And also let that paycheck be painful. That lack of paycheck be painful. That's mm. a good thing. Mm. Like, look at that and be like, oh, it's time to make myself successful. I God. Good. Let it be. Let it be painful. Now go get success. Thank you. You got it.
Come back next week and tell me how many calls you booked. I will fucking ask you. And if you don't come back, I will call you out on the podcast and I'll make a post in the group and I'll get every fucking person on pod chats to tag you in it. So get me. Fucking It'll be a calls. 45 minute podcast of just silent with the phone ringing in the microphone of us calling you. No. We'll, we'll Facebook messenger call her if she's not here next week on pod chats. <laughs> done. Right. Okay. I'll be here. Go get me three fucking calls and report back when it's done. Oh, I'm going to get you five. <laughs> okay. Get me five. Show me. Thank you. All right. Bet. Cool. Where do they find you, Doc? Wake up with the Wolf Podcast or Cola with Silva. If you have a question and we didn't get to you, post in the Academy so we can serve. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Hopefully you got some value. If you did and you want to learn more about how me and my team can help you scale your online fitness business to $10,000 a month, DM me 10K on Instagram at TheRealBrianMark for more information and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help you grow an online coaching business.